Yo, what's up, everybody? It is Thursday for me, Friday for some of you, and for everybody else, who the hell knows, right? Uh, but I just got finished watching all of the Marvel movies in preparation for tonight, April 26, 2018, the world premiere of Marvel's Infinity War, an Avengers movie that has Thanos and all of the Marvel characters, like all of them, like Spider-Man and like Captain America and stuff, and like Iron Man, stuff like that. Stay tuned. podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes yo and we're back what's up everybody yo yo say hi to everybody else there's no one else here oh yeah that's right <laughs> shit i'm seeing things man this is like old school cooley and tony man bringing it back to the original duo it is when was the last time we did this uh, it's got to be at least what a year and a half ago. Yeah, was it? Like, did, didn't we do this a couple of weeks ago? No, no. Because no. Jim was there. Because Jim was here. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna do it, but then Jim ended up being able to show up. Exactly. Oh no, it was Jay. Yeah, Jay came in and tell, never mind. Who cares? Who cares? Fact is, we haven't done this in a while. Hell yeah, man! This is bringing it back, old school. Throwback Thursday. <laughs> yeah, man. So so like, I am mad. I'm mad tired. Yeah, man. You you've been going since. Uh, Tuesday at one o'clock. Yeah, I'm on some clockwork orange shit right now. Yeah, man, you you like peeled open your eyes. And, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, so what what exactly have you been doing for the past forty eight hours? Uh, it's actually thirty six. Thirty six um, or thirty four. Yeah, the thirty six or thirty four hours, something like that. Um, because I I didn't actually get in. Um. Ragnarok and Black Panther yet. Black Panther's not available for me. Right. And uh I just haven't gotten to Ragnarok yet. So but I mean I, I that will happen before I go to see Infinity War tonight. Um because I got plenty of time for that. Um but I motored through sixteen movies. That's insane. Um I'm not gonna lie, I dozed off a little bit. Which movie? Oh, as we wrapped as we started getting towards the end, um I dozed off a little bit. I think it was it might have been like some like a lot a lot of spider-man i dozed off like it on and off like i doze off wake up doze off wake up but i mean like i caught most of the movie um but i had just seen spider-man recently so i'm not too worried about that Mm. and uh guardians of the galaxy definitely uh dozed off a bit in that uh the second one uh, volume two uh again just saw that recently so i'm again i'm not too worried about it but um i was present for at least like fully present for at least 14 of them uh and for the majority of the time i was present for the last two that we watched so i mean i feel like it's a it's an accomplishment and there was some method to the madness uh i mean infinity wars coming tonight 
uh, there's so much stuff that was in the Marvel movies and like crammed into it leading up to Infinity War. Um, it just, you know, it, it. I was watching it to shed some light on some things that might happen. But the thing that I got out of this was being able to watch this all together back to back was actually pretty fucking amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Like in a way that I can't even describe. It's like, it's like these these separate movies all felt like one big movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like they felt like it felt like I was watching a giant film. So the movies that I didn't much care for, um, like I went to go see all of them in the theater. Most of them I saw multiple times, but there were a handful that I only saw once because I didn't. It didn't like, you know, didn't ma- resonate with you enough to exactly. watch it again. Yeah. So. Like those being like Iron Man three, I wasn't a big fan of, and we talked about that, the Shane Black one. Um, and we'll talk more about Shane Black later. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really care for that one. I didn't care for uh, Thor: The Dark World, um, and a lot of people didn't care for Thor: The Dark World. Right. Uh, Age of Ultron was kind of like you know it was just more of the same. Like as far as Avengers was concerned for me, um, it was good. Like and I liked it. I actually saw that one twice, but you know, twice is not a whole lot for me. Like I go and watch these movies like, you know, seven or eight times. Right. Twelve for Guardians was my record. Um, but Guardians twelve in the theater. Yeah. Oh yep. damn! I didn't know that. Yeah, the first Guardians Holy twelve shit. times, man. Um, <laughs> I didn't know you saw it twelve times. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sick like that, but, but um. Yeah, so twice is like not much. So I mean, like, yeah, I. But that's not to say it was a bad movie. It just to me, it wasn't as good as the rest of them. Um, Did anybody else doze off? Yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody had their moments. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that's I guess thirty six hours straight, you're gonna doze off. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, (laughs) I mean, you have these movies all together. And when you watch them back to back, even the ones that weren't that great become really great because it's part of a larger movie. It's like watching one giant movie. Mm-hmm. And these become scenes. Like each full movie becomes one scene in this giant movie. So like it's just a it's just an average scene in a great movie, an epic movie. Well, one of the things that I think you actually did that was interesting is you didn't watch them in the order in which they came out. You watched like Captain America first because it took place in the forties. No, no, I said, didn't? I was, I said I was going to do that, but, oh. um, what happened was Christian, uh, made a playlist. Okay. And then when he got here, it was like, Hey, let's, uh, let's put this in order. And I was like, nah, fuck it. Let's start. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because like, I just, <laughs> I was like, yo, let's just get this started, man. Like, I don't want to sit there and like figure out which order we're going to watch it in. <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck, well, I guess you know, that went know, out the window. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do plan on doing that. Like, this was something that I did. It's a, it, this is probably like a one-time event where it was me and like two other people, and we all like kind of had a party out, of, made a party out of it. The next time I do this, it'll, it's not going to be a thirty-six hour or forty-eight hour straight mm-hmm. viewing. Like I'm probably going to do them in chunks, like probably two or three movies a day, um, or two or three movies at a time, and try and do them close together, as close together as possible. Um, See, but, that's something I feel like I, I'd be more into doing. Because when this was first brought up to me, watching these all at once, it, in theory, it sounded like a good idea. But then realistically, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do it. 
like it with the stuff that I had to do. I mean, like it sounds like it would have been awesome, but if you if you ever do it where you watch them like three at a time, like I'm, I'll definitely do that. Do it, man. If do you it had, straight if you through. D- if you did this though, like we would have had so much to fucking talk about today. Yeah, together, just, together. It wouldn't have just been like me like spouting off about this shit. We would have had so because there was so much, there was so much that came up during the during watching this these movies that we would have had a plethora of things to talk about. Uh, come in regards to the movie that's coming up. Like right. we would have had so many theories to bounce off each other. We would have had so many. So I I am disappointed that you didn't mm. do it. Right. Um. I I mean, I get it. You're 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 limited in your capacity for being able to stay awake and, and be down for awesome things like this. But I, I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, <laughs> he tried to make me sound like a bitch. <laughs> I get it. Um, no, nah, man, it's honestly though, it's like, here's, here's what it really comes down to. Like, I love the Marvel movies. I definitely am going to go see infinity war um, on Friday night, which is tomorrow, depending on when you're watching, the, you're listening to this episode. You get it. But basically, um, you know, it's just I saw all the movies once or twice, and that was enough for me. Like, to, But to watch them all again, you know, there's like I said, I mean, between work and then there's some other things going on. Like, you know, there was the Celtics game was on and then the Bruins game was on. And like that's, you know, time I wanted to spend with like my wife and stuff. And not to mention that, like, it's just it's just a lot, you know, um, and. I just know that I I wouldn't be enjoying the movies as much as if I'm trying to like stay awake or I'm getting tired or I'm sitting in one place for too long. Like I just it wouldn't necessarily be the best time for me, but in small chunks, if I were to watch like two at a time or three at a time, like you know, and then I can like digest everything. Like I feel like that would be a better experience for me. But I but I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to lie, dude. I think it's mad impressive. <laughs> that you guys actually pulled this off, you know. I thought you were gonna do it like entirely straight. Like you did take a break at one point. Yeah, there was like yeah, because we're doing it at my house, and you know, court. You know, she she has work and shit, and she sleeps, you know, at a relatively early hour, and you know, just us being, you know, in our like I call it my theater room or my man cave, but uh, it's really just a room that I have a TV and. Uh, us being there and listening to these movies that have hella loud explosions and, yeah. and machine gun fire and and energy powers going like firing off and and all that stuff, um, and us like thoroughly enjoying it and laughing and having a good time, I, I I felt like you know she had work the next day. I didn't want her to you know I didn't want to screw that up for her. So at a certain point, we we cut it off. When she got up and went to work, she got up and went to work at like five. I woke up at like eight and we just resumed and she didn't have work the day after. So it was like, cool, let's just like motor through the rest of them. So we did take a break. Um, we wouldn't have mm-hmm. <laughs> like we literally we probably would have been done much earlier. Um, but that, that's fine. It, it is what it is. I mean, that, that break was kind of insignificant because there wasn't a whole lot of time that we were away from the movies. Um is there one big takeaway from this experience? Like anything? Yeah, I mean, just there's... watching, just watching everybody grow, uh, watching mm-hmm. all of the characters grow and become who they are. Um, like it was, it was so well thought out, plotted, and and the advancement of each character was so well done that everything made sense. 
And all of these movies, you hear a lot of like, I hear a lot of complaints or read a lot of complaints from the naysayers and, and I don't even know if they're haters because it's really hard to hate the Marvel Universe. Like they're just people that have complaints and their complaints are usually that, you know, all these movies are kind of the same and they, they have the same kind of like, you know, first, second and third acts. Um, and what I say to that is I just watched all of them together and it is so like true but not true, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, you have the same kind of setup, middle and ending, because that's what you have to do for an action movie. That's what you have to do for a superhero movie. You have to start, you know, with them in a good place, take them to a bad place, and have them fight back to the good place. Like, that's, if you don't do that, then you don't have a superhero movie. That's, you know, case closed. That's it. Yeah. I mean, but, there has to be some conflict at some point. Yeah, so so what, so what the complaint is, I don't know. But at the end of the day, like, each one is its own... It, they they don't exist in a vacuum. They actually carry on the story arc from previous movies, and they've done such a phenomenal job of doing that. And like just just from Stark being starting off as a weapons developer, and you know starting to learn, you know who he is. Like these are things that you forget about by the time you've seen Age of Ultron, right? Where you see him kind of like having that conflict with himself about. You know, like he's he has that vision of seeing all his friends die and like he starts having this conflict and that's when he decides that he's gonna create Ultron and like move ahead with this AI that's gonna help get the Avengers out of the game. And like you you forget that that's what he's been working towards, you know, when he was when he was like trying to get out of developing weapons. Like he's been working towards automated peace almost. Like right. that's that's like that's been his thing. And you forget about that. And then when you see that, it's almost like it seems like it came out of left field. But when you watch all these movies in succession, it's like, wow, like this is really like just this is where his character was going. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's so natural and it's so like it's like breathing. It's like you you watch this stuff and you're not like taken aback by any of it. You watch Thor's progression, you watch Captain America's progression. And all of it just fits. Well, I mean, that's what Marvel does well, too. I mean, especially, like, these writers. I mean, like, they basically have to watch all the movies, and they know where these characters are going to go when they start at the first movie. Mm. But it's Im- it's more impressive when you watch it like I, like I just did, is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, because, I know what you mean. It's because you seamless. forget about it. Because yeah. you forget about the earlier movies. I mean, you're talking, like, a decade. Yeah. Right? We've been watching these for a decade. So, like, 10 years ago... I couldn't tell you anything about what I was doing aside from the fact that I saw Iron Man that year, <laughs> right? Right. But I couldn't tell you. I, until I just watched it recently, and I saw Iron Man multiple times, until I watched it recently, you forget about the nuances. Mm-hmm. You know all the beats. You know he goes out into the desert you know, on a, on a, you know, on a routine thing where he's going to give a speech about the weapons that he just made, that he gets blown up in a Humvee, that he gets captured and has got shrapnel in his heart, and that he creates this thing. Uh, that helps keep the shrapnel away from his heart long enough for him to build himself a suit of armor to break out. And then he uses that as his uh, foundation to build the next suit of armor. And then he decides to get out of the weapons game, which makes his boss or his partner go crazy. And, like, you know, he's, his partner's the one that actually set him up and got him blown up in the first place. Like, you you know all of those things, the story beats and all that, but you forget the nuances. You forget the 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 Robert Downey performance, mm-hmm. right? And And... And the uh, the emotion behind what he what he did in that movie and, and the reasons why he did it and and then you know seeing Nick Fury for the first time uh, is interesting you know th- there was a and and like we had a running joke while we were watching this is that Marvel science is like the worst science in the world but it all you forgive it because it's like it's a comic book movie 
You know, right. but all the science behind everything is like so screwy. Like the physics suck. Uh, and like everything is like if 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 you're watching this because you want realism, you're you're in the wrong fucking game. Uh, but the but the uh, like for instance, uh, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm watching the Incredible Hulk, and there was this this uh, guy that he's talking back and forth with. We find out that he's like you know, he eventually becomes the leader, uh, and this guy asked him for a sample of his blood. He sends him a sample of his blood. And then when he goes to visit him, this guy says, oh, you didn't give me enough. So what I did was, like, I don't, I forget the exact term that he made, but he was like, I made more. <laughs> and it's like, you made more of his blood? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah, you know, I mean? like, that doesn't work that way, bro. No. Like, you don't just like, oh, I didn't get enough, so I just made more. Like, no, like, you need to get more from him. Like, you know what I mean? You need more. If you need more, you need more. Right. Um, like you can't just make more more of his blood in a vacuum, like because then it's not the same shit. You know, what I mean, you can clone it, sure. If you want to go that route, you want to say that you know I cloned the DNA, whatever. I made blood that way. It's still not the same blood that's coursing through this guy's veins, right? right. So I don't know, like that that shit, like things like that, kind of like made me roll my eyes a little bit every time I saw something of of that nature. But um, and like Ant Man was awesome, but the physics in that movie were like all over the fucking place. Mm -hmm. Um, like you know, this shit retains its density. This doesn't retain its density. This is like it's I don't know. It's just weird. But um, still so much fun though. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's all about the characters, not so much the science. The science is like where the fantastic comes in. Um, but the characters are so relatable and they're so believable and everything is so, like. It's just great, man, and, and and like to watch that from beginning to end, and know that I'm gonna go and see what everything adds up to tonight, has got me so fucking pumped. Yeah, like I could I could go for another day probably without sleeping, and mm -hmm. and be, and be fine, <laughs> and just be amped to see it. Yeah, because I have so much adrenaline coursing through me right now to go and see this film. Yeah, well, tonight should be fun, man. What are you hoping to get out of uh, Infinity War specifically? Well, I mean, like I, I get. I definitely get the impression that we're not going to get the the uh, Thanos death love story that you know I've been hoping for, um, which is such a cool uh, story arc, uh, and we might hopefully we get it sometime in the future or whatever. But I mean, I think right now it's literally just Thanos, um, you know, just collecting the stones, trying to restore balance to the universe or whatever. It seems like that's his biggest. Um, motivation is to you know eliminate half the universe to save the universe from itself like the, these are the things that i've been getting from the trailers and like you know like toy descriptions and shit like that so i don't know like that's but what i got from like watching these movies all the way up i mean there's a lot of people that are gonna die man yeah dude i mean i, I gotta be honest with you like i'm i'm not looking for a lot of people that die even though that might happen in this movie but i am looking to see the avengers get <laughs> bless you thanks i like i, I definitely want to see the uh the avengers get smashed a little bit <laughs> yeah i mean like so so here's what here's the other thing that i've noticed watching these movies is that there are a lot of people that they build up mm -hmm. and they're building them up to be important pieces but they're building them up to be important emotional linchpins and i think that that is being done so that they can be taken away from us and we'll feel it right like I ha I have a theory, and yo know, spoiler alert, if you don't want my theory, because it's a theory. I don't know it. I I don't think anybody knows it except for the people that went to the red carpet premiere, or somebody who lives on Reddit. I don't even, you know, what I mean, like, 
I don't search for those things anymore. I used to. Um, I didn't have time this time because I occupied my brain with watching all of these movies. But like, there are people like, I mean, I, I think it's obvious to me that they're coming to an end. I'm not going to say anything. I think I've already said it. I about Captain America. That's my well, Cap. I voice that. I think Cap. I think the writing's on the wall for Cap, regardless because of his contract. Right. Um, so I think he's he's gone. Uh, I do think we're going to see some Guardians go. All right. Holy shit! I didn't expect that. Yeah, I think we're going to see some Guardians go. I'm not going to give specifics, but I. Uh, Why not? Just who cares? Because it's honestly a theory, man. You don't know. So right. I mean, but if I'm right, like the thing is, like I so I get, and I've said this before, man. I I get really analytical about these things, and it's and I and I act as if almost like I'm writing this shit. Mm-hmm. And if I'm right, then it's almost unfair because I am usually, I am usually right. <laughs> if I'm wrong, then my my version of it is one that definitely could have worked, but they decided to go in a different direction. But I'm usually fucking right, so I I don't want to like fucking like spill the beans on anything. Mm-hmm. Well. Everybody's gonna go see the shit tonight anyway, so except for you. Uh, I don't care. I mean, like, I I want to hear the theory. <laughs> like, just who cares, man? If you don't want to hear this part, then start a timer for two minutes and then come back. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Set a timer for two minutes, come back, and then come back and see me. And starting now, cool theory. All right, so so I think just watching the Guardians movies, I think that Gamora dies. Okay. And I think that that makes um, Nebula one of the Guardians, like okay. a full-fledged Guardian. Yep. And she's spurred by, by wanting to avenge her sister's death because they just kind of reconciled and had that big hug-it-out moment at the end of Guardians Volume 2. Um, and I think, like, with the... Uh, I think they've been building up to one of the sisters dying at the hands of Thanos, like just because they're they're his quote unquote daughters. That well, he, already, yeah, and they've already kind of voiced that a little bit. I think. And they and they want to kill him. Right. Both of them. Right. right. They both want to kill him or want to see him dead. So when all this goes down and the event and the guardians get involved, they're definitely going to assault him at some point or get involved in the conflict and one of them's gonna die, if not both. But I think it's going to be a lot more interesting if Nebula survive, survives mm-hmm. as opposed to Gamora because Nebula is a throwaway character. Like, nobody gives a shit about her, really, at this point. Like, she's cool, mm-hmm. and she's and she's kind of uh, starting to grow on people, but she's not the a linchpin like Gamora is. Gamora is a love interest for Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. She is the She's kind of the glue that held the Guardians together in the first movie because, like, she was the one that had the level head. Right, the rest right. of the, the rest yeah, of the, no, yeah, exactly. So, so I think it's it's the best character to kill mm-hmm. from that from that group of people. I th- I think for I think for the Avengers, I think to go is either going to be Thor or Loki, and I'm leaning more towards Loki because he's he's run his course, he's redeemed himself, and for him to keep flipping back and forth between good guy, bad guy, good guy, bad guy. Um, is kind of weak. He's also not in really any of the trailers except for like 
one like right. one quick scene. So right, and Thor is a little too obvious because he's like they show Thanos like crushing his head and shit. Yeah. So it's like yeah, if I said Thor, it's like yeah, sure. But I mean like that's too much of an obvious thing. And I think what's gonna happen is Thanos is like crushing his head, mm-hmm. and Loki like tries to save his brother by gets like killed by offering the Tesseract, but the Tesseract is a ruse. Right. Like I think it's an illusion because Loki loves to do that shit. Right. Um. And I think Thanos just doesn't have time for that shit. And it's just like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And just kills him. I don't know how he kills him or, or exactly when it's going to happen. But um, I think that's going to play a part in it. And just like, I think Thanos is just going to get annoyed with Loki. And he doesn't deal with annoyance very well. So Loki's dead. Yeah. Um, or could be Thor. I don't know. But I don't think it's Thor. No, I don't think so um, either. Because I think Thor, I think Thor is going to be around for a while, especially after Ragnarok. That was a, a huge money maker for the for the franchise. Yeah, it was the best movie out of the three, and he kind of found his he found his stride now. And to kill him now is kind of yeah, it'd be kind of a bad move. I also I but I don't want to see Loki die, and I don't know that that's actually going to happen. Because again, like it's Loki is a part of that formula. You get rid of Loki, like in in that formula, kind of. Because there was a buddy aspect between him and Loki, it was a weird yeah. like it was a weird give and take between the two of them, and he's like the annoying brother. Yeah, yeah. so it's so it's tough to to continue Thor without Loki. So I don't know that could be wrong too, but I got I got a feeling. I just have a, like a really strong feeling there, um, and I think that's how it's going to go down. And I'll show you my I have a text that I sent to somebody a while ago. I want to say probably about four or five days ago um, about my theory about how the um, the beginning is going to like okay. break down. I'll read it. I'm going to read it online. All right, cool. Online. Um, You're going to read it live. I'm going to read it live. Fuck live it. and direct. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> live and direct. If I can find it, I got to find it. It's in my, it's in my text message threads. Oh uh, boy. Here we go. Uh, I blah, 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 blah. I'm going to read it word for word. Word. So I say, uh, this shit is going to open. Yeah, I, I, That's how I talk in my text messages, bro. <laughs> this shit is going to open with Thanos picking up from the end of Thor Ragnarok, claiming the space stone from Loki. What appears to be a betrayal by the god of mischief is just more, well, mischief. Uh, Loki is using his illusion magic, or maybe he is brave enough to attempt using the stone on the Mad Titan, who has no time for games on his quest to save the universe from itself. So he pretty easily snuffs out Loki, takes the space stone, and destroys the ship with the remaining Asgardians on board. With Thor being as powerful as Thor is, he barely survives the encounter and is rescued by the Guardians. So the next stop is going to be uh, to find the collector and get the uh, the reality stone. Um, so he's already got the power stone, uh, I'm assuming, because that's in the gauntlet. Um, <clears throat> he takes the the space stone, which is when we see him putting the space stone on the gauntlet, um, and then and le- he either comes to Earth next, or he goes to get the uh, the ether um, mm-hmm. from the collector, which is the the reality stone. But that's, I wrote that like five days ago, sent that to, to Rob, and I'm sticking to it. Like, that's something that I think is going to happen. That's how I think it's going to go down, because it just makes sense to me. Because the, the, the whole hubbub has been that the first 10 minutes of the movie shows just how powerful Thanos is. Yeah, that's the big thing, yeah. Right. 
So, so if you want to show his power, we already know that the ship's coming up on on Thor's ship as they're they're escaping Asgard, and it's full of Asgardians, so it's full of space gods, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and you have like all of these like gladiatorial warriors that the the Grandmaster had collected, um, and the Hulk is on board. So if you're going to show Thanos' power in the first 10 minutes, that is like a collection of things that he can show his power on, right? Right. So I think that's how it goes down. And we already know that Hulk is in the, probably in the final battle because I have a feeling that Wakanda's the final battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Hulk is in the final battle, then he's not dead. Thor seems to be in a lot more scenes. So Loki is like the next logical like main character that could go in that in that sequence. So that's what, that's what led me to believe that's how that's going to go down. All right. Um, but those are the two that I, that I feel like we're going to see go in, in this movie or the next for sure. Um, and cap is a given just because he doesn't, he wants out. He already said that he wants out. He's moving on. He's ready to go. He wants to direct and do all these other things that show like how artistic he is. I think it's dumb because he could be making so much fucking bank (laughs) going forward, but, but I get it. Yeah, I, I agree with I agree with uh with you on that. My only thing is I think it's kind of a bad choice to it's a bad choice to mention all this stuff to the public before Infinity War came out. I feel like all this stuff like his goals and his you know, his career choice should have been something that was actually mentioned like way after this movie came out. So here's because the, it gives people an idea of who's going to survive, and I think that kind of ruins it for some people. Here's the other thing that I had thought about, and um, this is just... This is truly speculation. This isn't me writing the next phase of the Marvel Universe. But if they're smart, right, they may already have contracts in place for Chris Evans, for, uh, you know fucking rdj and and for yeah. for hemsworth and and for uh fucking what's what's the the black widow fucking chick what's her name scarlett johansson scarlett johansson how do i fucking forget her um yeah i know right and they might have they might have contracts in place for all of them and it could be all done in secrecy possibly but i mean like that's like, kind of a big thing like marvel is 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 awesome at keeping secrets Disney is awesome at keeping secrets. If they kept those contracts a secret, there's a reason for it. And that reason could be that there's a secret invasion afoot because that's been thrown around a little bit is that they might actually try to adapt the secret invasion uh, storyline. And if they're going to do that, they can't just start now with like all the new characters because the new characters, nobody's invested in them yet. Nobody knows them. Nobody cares or gives a shit enough like if they end up being alien like that's not a that's not like a it's not a thing where you're gonna raise an eyebrow or have or even gasp you might not even gasp you're gonna be like okay cool well he was an alien that that sucks (laughs) right but like if if it turns out like cap dies in this movie but like when he dies he reverts to his scroll form and he's an alien yeah that's some shit that people are gonna be like yo Yo, there are aliens among us. We don't know who the fuck to trust. Which is fine with me. Right? Like, cause like this is a guy that's been around for a decade. Mm-hmm. Stark has been around for a decade. You know what I mean, one of these guys dies and reverts into a uh the form of his scroll form. Mm-hmm. 
right? Now you've got 10 more years of movies. They're talking about it being a more cosmic element going forward. So That can make sense, yeah. So you have secret wars, but behind the scenes, you have this really meta secret thing going on where you're signing all these people to, to new contracts, not letting anybody know, right? And letting them talk about whatever they want to talk about, which is really just a big smoke screen. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then moving forward, I think it's brilliant if they do that. If they don't, then they don't. I mean, this is real. Like I said, this is just me saying this is probably what I would try to do if I were Kevin Feige and uh, producing the next phase of the Marvel Universe. That's where I would go. Uh, if Secret War was, I mean, if Secret Invasion was going to be a thing. Um, Secret War is a completely different thing where, you know, now they're going to try and, like, you know, bring in your uh, your different uh, Marvel characters from the new uh, Disney Fox deal. Uh, so you get your, ca- your, your Fantastic Four characters, you get your X-Men characters and all that good stuff. That's a completely different thing. But I think if you're going to do Secret Invasion, that's how it gets done. Um, but that's it. I mean, that's that's really all I got to say. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing this movie tonight. You're definitely going to hear way more about it. I mean, it's a two-hour and 40-minute movie. That's the culmination of everything that we just watched, a decade's worth of Marvel films that I watched over 36 hours. Yo, I, I'm I'm proud of myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You did, that's, a, that's a commitment. So. I am proud of myself for that. Um, and, and I had a lot of fun doing it, uh, thanks to uh, Christian and MJ, who uh, you know hung out and, and, and did this with me. So... Um. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's all I got for that. Word. Let's take a break. Cool. Yo, Cooley, what's going on, man? Not much, bro. What's up? Pretty good, man. So, dude, do you uh, when it comes to investing, do you get all this stuff about stocks? Does it make sense to you? Yo, I'm I'm the best. Not, I'm uh, I'm not really that great at it. I do it, but you know, I, I, it's more of a dabbling thing. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not a master at this. I would like to know more. I'm always wondering if I'm gonna invest my my money in the right places. But um, a good place to to get this stuff started is at supplyanddemandinvesting.com. Yo, so true. Stop following the modern portfolio theory investment crowd and try an alternative means of investing your hard-earned money at supplyanddemandinvesting.com. And for a limited time, submit any five stocks, mutual funds, or exchange-traded funds and receive a free SDI analysis on each. Simply go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. That's us. Fill out the form along with your selections and you'll receive your free SDI analysis within 48 to 72 hours. Go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard for your free analysis today. And thanks to SupplyAndDemandInvesting.com for their continued support of the Redbeard Podcast. And we're back. So, uh, yeah, Bill Cosby is uh, guilty of sexual assault. Yep. Uh, Basically, 80 counts of sexual assault. Uh, So that's that. And speaking of predators, um, this year uh, at CinemaCon... um, (laughs) The uh, there was some information <laughs> about the Predator movie um, entitled <laughs> The Predator. Um, Bill Cosby will not be in it. Um, so basically, it's based um, on him, though. Yeah, loosely. So um, <laughs> this is basically the latest news we get on this movie. Um, so during CinemaCon 2018, 
Um, so new information came out about Shaq, uh, Shane Black's The Predator. Um, there really hasn't been much else released, but this is the official synopsis. It says, Wait, who's Shane Black's partner in this? Is that what I said? No, who is he? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, Decker. So just say it's, yeah. it's so, so good. Black it's and so Decker. Good. Black and Decker uh, producing the Predator film. It's so good. Hell yeah, man. I love it. Also, uh, they both had a hand in the uh, Monster Squad, which if you remember that movie from the 80s, also good. Um, but anyway, so this is the official synopsis of the movie. Um, from the outer reaches of space to the small town streets of suburbia, the hunt comes home in Shane Black's explosive reinvention of the Predator series. Now the universe's most lethal hunters are stronger, smarter, and deadlier than ever before, having genetically upgraded themselves with DNA from other species. When a young boy accidentally triggers their return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled science teacher can prevent the end of the human race. Wow, they're really trying to, uh, you know, nail down the fact that they got this, uh, this young autistic kid, huh? Yeah, that's the that's one of the big things. I don't know how he. They really want to like drill it into you. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, they don't really mention that though in in the synopsis. We only know that because of what we previously read. But they're saying he accidentally triggers their return to Earth, which I'm interested in seeing how that goes down. Um, the I mean, as long as they don't screw with us too much. No, I mean, I like this movie, dude. I. I don't know. It's just gone back and forth so many times um, as to what is actually going to be in it. Like what, a jigsaw, man. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you going with this? It's like a puzzle. Like, I don't know. No, you're not I picking up what I'm, I'm throwing down. What you're putting down, man. Dude, no. I, yo, I, I, so, so, you know, they, they're. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're giving me some clues, <laughs> they're all, and I'm missing them. <laughs> they're, all, they're all Black and Decker tools, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, you're still on that shit? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I get over that after I read the names. I was like, oh, I got you. But um, <laughs> but this is one of the cool things that I think um, they kind of mentioned is that, um, you know, because they've been upgraded to these new types of predators, um, there's links that like in the original um, Predator 2 movie, the xenomorph, uh, our alien skull was on the wall. So we've been kind of, it's been hinted at that, these two creatures exist in the same universe. And if you've read Alien vs. Predator comic books, that's the whole lore is that they hunt these xenomorphs, which they call bugs, and basically take them out. Like, that's their that's their hunt. That's what they hunt, right? They're just like insects. So I always knew that was a thing, but that was kind of like, for people that didn't read the comics, that was kind of like a cool Easter egg in Predator 2. Um, but there's, there's theories that these predators have taken some of the xenomorph DNA and combine it with their own to make them almost invincible. Who knows if their blood will have any kind of like, you know, uh, acidity and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's so dumb though. I mean, you never know, man. I, I don't, I think it would be kind of dumb. Uh, but if it's a new genetically modified predator, I just hope it doesn't look dumb and it looks like, a, like it still looks like a predator and they don't no, try to make look it look dumb. something that, like the, the, uh, the predalien, which was in the, uh, the alien versus predator, like second one yeah. where that thing was half alien, half predator looks so stupid to me. Yeah. But you know, they're always trying to do something new. And I just hope that but Shane Black like, is that's smart like us enough trying to mix our DNA with fucking like deer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just to make us more, how does that make us more badass? Like, I mean, these are the things we fucking hunt and kill. We don't need to mix that shit into our DNA. 
You know what I mean? It's it's kind of dumb. But the it's aliens, a dumb concept. The aliens do have some pretty awesome, like, just straight out, like, I don't know, like, defense mechanisms. Well, Like, yeah. they have acid for blood, so if you kill them, you're probably going to get hurt. Like, they also have um, a really, like, hard exoskeleton, which protects them from pretty much any type of climate except, you know, um, you know, super hot or super cold. But, I mean, like, temperatures that anything else would be pretty much like harmful to they're pretty much resistant to it so i mean and that's just them they don't need any weapons they don't need anything like they are the weapon so taking some of that and kind of merging it with i don't know predator dna yeah it's like the thing is though you can't like pick and choose what you take from like you you take their dna like that's dna you're taking you're just taking the whole fucking strand like you can't take like bits and pieces of it i don't know i i I just have no idea i mean i i think that they might they're a lot more advanced than us. I mean, so who knows if they have a way of doing shit like that. But like I said, I mean, the, the new plot line for the Predator movie has given me a little bit more faith in this movie. Um, there was a teaser that was released at CinemaCon, which has not been released anywhere else yet. Um, he stated that the only place it was going to be released would be CinemaCon. So they have seen it. Um, I can't really find any reviews on what people thought of it, um, which is it's this whole thing has been so secretive or maybe people just don't want to talk about it because of how shitty it is. But, um, you know, there's that. And then also, uh, it's supposed to drop in theaters. Um, people have said that it might drop, uh, as one of the previews or teasers when you go to see infinity war. Um, also the movie is set to come out, uh, September 14th. So, and it was originally set, for um may and then it got pushed back to august and now it's got pushed back to september 14th which is an actual date so um i guess we'll have to wait but i'm just looking for this trailer and this teaser so that's the latest on the predator but you know that's what, pretty much all i got you know what shane black should have done he should have done a v movie what do you mean you, you remember that show v vaguely with the aliens that were like lizards but they wore oh, like human yeah. skin uh, that was weird. Yeah. But, I mean, he, I think he could kill that shit. Yeah, but I just don't think it... it just because just cause it seems like he's trying to do that kind of movie with Predator. But he also has a connection to Predator because he was in the first movie. So, right. I mean, I feel like that's why he's kind of taking this on because he tr- he's trying to bring back that franchise, which I feel like a lot of people have screwed up. Mm. I've been reading so much stuff online, man, in forums, uh, especially on his Twitter account. There are like tons of fans that are actually just like, yo, man, it's cool. You're doing reshoots. Uh, do it right. You know, like take your time, man. Like a lot of people are like, don't mess this up. Like, just do it right. Like fix what you need to fix. Like make don't a good let predator me down. movie. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like if this movie actually gets doesn't do well, it's the end of the Predator franchise, you know, and the Alien franchise is just had so many backers behind it, not to mention that you have like baller directors like Ridley Scott involved who are so respected in the directing community. I mean, if a Ridley Scott movie comes out, you know it's probably going to be Have you Have you been good. watching The Terror? No, but I've heard about it and I've seen the previews and every time I see the preview, it's something that I want to watch. Yeah, same. There is um, something else coming on that I saw a preview for <clears throat> last night. Um, speaking of, um, and I'm going to go on my phone right now and try to find out what it is before I actually screw up the name of it. But, um, it was, 
uh, all something that was done by James Cameron. Um, hold on. This is what it's called. Um, it's called, yeah, James Cameron's um, Story of Science Fiction. And it looks phenomenal uh, because he has all these different guests on um, from Sigourney Weaver to Ridley Scott to Arnold Schwarzenegger to, I mean, like anybody who's been in like James Cameron movie, not to mention people that haven't, like Guillermo de Toro. Um, all these people are going to be on the show talking about um, science fiction and kind of like how it's grown over the years and stuff like that and where science fiction is going. And this show looks like something I cannot wait to watch. Um, uh, Steven Spielberg is going to be on it. Um, so uh, George Lucas, all these people are going to be involved. So definitely uh, something to, to keep an eye out. It's going to be on AMC. Um, I... I just can't wait to see this, man. It, it just looks like so damn good. And I saw the trailer last night and Becca was like, oh, are you going to watch that? Are you going to nerd out? And I was like, yeah, like, of course I'm going to watch that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it just looks like so damn good. So, um, and just to have all these big actors in it. And I'm really psyched to see the episode with Sigourney Weaver because, and with Ridley Scott, because Ridley Scott, obviously them two alone, science fiction, alien. Are they going to be together? No, I, I don't know, actually. I think they might be separate episodes, or it might just be one big thing with all these, like, segments. Right. But uh, that's, I saw the preview for it last night, and I'm just so pumped for that. Um, something that I didn't even know was happening. So, looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, another trailer came out that you're pumped for. Yeah, Venom. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people shit on it. Um, a lot of people... Some Did people, they, though? Did a lot of people shit on it? Because well, I was, I, reading, I was reading some... Rev it, was, it was shown at CinemaCon, and a lot of people at CinemaCon actually, like, weren't too thrilled with the look of Venom. Um, whereas I've read, like, another, like... It's kind of like a 50-50. I read a lot of negative reviews at first, and then I actually read, like, some positive ones. Mm -hmm. It seems to kind of be evenly weighed. Yeah, because um, I, know, I, I know I am definitely shitting on it. Um, yeah. Like, I, I have also seen a lot of positive reviews, and I can't fucking, like, I, I feel like if there are positive reviews, it's from people that don't really know shit about the character. Yeah, which is probably me. I mean, yeah, I, which I, is fine. Yeah, I mean, from, from seeing the Venom trailer, it did kind of remind me of Spawn, you mm -hmm. know, kind of like the CG element to it. But I thought they, from, from what I saw and seeing, like, the transformation into Venom uh, at the end there, I thought Venom looked awesome. But that's that's just my take. I also one of the really positive things I took away from it is I actually liked what I saw um, Tom Hardy doing with the character. It, whatever his take is on it, I like. I mean, he yeah, no, Tom Hardy was great in the trailer. I mean, like let's let me let me let me just say that I think the movie, if it were called anything but venom mm -hmm. would probably be a great fucking movie it'd probably be awesome right the fact that it's called venom and it's supposed to be venom is like to me it's the same as taking a character like the joker mm -hmm. and just making this this movie with a guy that looks like the joker acts like the joker right but there's no Batman. There's no. There's nothing. It's just, you're not in Gotham. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like you're just. It's just the Joker, and he's doing Joker shit. 
Right. Which, I mean, let's face it. I mean, like if it was like a video short or like something that a fan did on on YouTube, Mm -hmm. I'd probably watch it and be like, yo, that shit was dope. So you're basically saying it would be like a William Defoe documentary. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it would be. It's really, yeah, it's really like just like, it's like, and I compared it like before we started the show, I told you it's like the World War Z movie. The World War Z movie was actually pretty decent. It was a pretty good flick. Uh, They had an interesting take on zombies. It was was pretty fun to watch all the way through after I kind of got out of the idea that it was World War Z, but I had to take myself out of the fact that it was a World War Z movie because it literally had nothing to do with the book. Mm -hmm. And I'm such a huge fan of the book. Right. Like, and I mean, I get it that the book would have been really hard to do on film, but if they could have just taken one, because like, so just to give you an example, the book is a series of, um, of stories written by a, a journalist and a journalist that goes from, from place to place getting an account, a firsthand account from people that have survived the outbreak and the war with the zombies, right? So World War Z is referencing like is basically like the the zombie outbreak and people fighting back against the zombies and trying to rebuild civilization. And this was this uh, globe trotting journalist that went and collected stories from each person that had something to tell about their their accounts. And um, and each story was uh, you had stories that were like three pages long. You had stories that went on for like 40 pages uh, or 100 pages. And it was just they were they were fun. And they were really cool, and they were different takes on the zombie outbreak and the zombie apocalypse. And I get that you can't really do that in a two-hour span, but you could have taken one of those stories and made it into a movie, mm-hmm. right? One of these people's experiences and made it into a film. This had nothing to do with the book. None of the characters from the book were in it. None of, I mean, aside from zombies, uh, none of the characters were in it. None of the concepts were in it. None of the, uh, like the zombies didn't even behave the way that zombies behaved in the book. So why call it World War Z? Right? And this and this character, Venom, why call it Venom when it's not gonna be Venom? Because the the concept of Venom is and and I was gonna say this is this is uh this is something that would need to be kind of modified for the screen, but the actual origin of Venom is that he the the symbiote, the 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 thing that makes him become Venom is an alien. Mm-hmm. Uh comes from space uh like in the books he came from battle world where uh you know the beyonder brought a bunch of heroes and villains to fight each other and in a in a game of sport uh but he found this suit that made him you know more powerful it was an alien he didn't know it was alive he just thought it was a a suit um he thought it was made out of like you know this material that he could command with his mind or whatever but when he got back to earth he realized that there was another uh presence there and it was like starting to control him and starting to like make him do things that he that were out of character for him like he was becoming a little bit more arrogant a little bit more violent um and more willing to do things that he wouldn't have done before and then eventually it became like you know he was he was like on the verge of being ready to kill somebody before he was like i gotta get rid of this thing this is this is making me do this Mm -hmm. and when he rejected the suit the suit hated him right crawls off finds eddie brock now eddie brock's story we had a little bit of a backstory with him. Like he uh, made some uh, reports on Peter Parker, so on and so forth, um, or re- no, not reports on Peter Parker on Spider Man, and uh, they were they were false. 
and he was uh, he was caught out there, and he lost his job and his career, and he hated Spider-Man for that because it was because of Spider-Man that I lost my job and my credibility was ruined. Mm-hmm. So they meet up somehow, Venom, I mean, uh, the, the symbiote and Eddie Brock meet up and they, they merge together and they share this hatred for Spider-Man. Now, now all of Venom's powers are Spider-Man related. He can climb walls, he can, uh, swing from, from webbing and he can create webs and stuff like that. He can, uh, he has like a spider sense or whatever. His spider, his, his, abilities actually cancel out spider-man spider sense because the his spider-man was part of the symbiote so it like he doesn't see it as a threat even though he is a threat so like it was part of him yeah so he doesn't see it as a threat so it cancels out his spider sense so like there's so many things that make him the ultimate spider-man villain right but none of those things work if he never was bonded with Mm spider-man so now you have this thing that bonds with eddie brock what are his abilities? What are his powers? Why does he even look like Spider-Man a little bit with the eyes and shit like that? Uh, he shouldn't because that's not just the way the symbiotes look. That's fucking, it looked like Spider-Man when he had him on as a suit. And then he looked like an evil version of Spider-Man when the suit came off him. Um, is he going to have the iconic spider symbol on his chest? Mm-hmm. And if he does, why? If Spider-Man isn't part of this universe. And if he is part of this universe... Why would he still? Why would he have that spider symbol on his chest if he never bonded with Spider-Man first? If he's this creation from a laboratory, mm-hmm. right, that is going to be bonded with uh, a human being or whatever? Like there, there are so many plot holes or things. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what happens. Maybe, maybe there is like an alien connection. Maybe there is something like that. But still, the bottom line is, if Spider-Man is not a part of this, this character doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Right, it's not Venom. Mm-hmm. Venom is a is a ref. The name Venom itself is a reference to the hatred and the venom that they feel mm-hmm. towards the character of Spider Man because that's their their singular purpose is to find Spider Man and kill him. Right. I mean, I could definitely. I mean, those are a lot of. I mean, it's all right. I mean, you definitely know your shit as far as Venom goes and Spider Man. So I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I. It it's yeah. I mean, it's interesting that they would do a movie without all that stuff. But call it something else. If they called it something else and they did something fine. else with it and they used Tom Hardy and they used this Venom-like symbiote or whatever, or maybe this was like just uh, like maybe Tom Hardy's not Eddie Brock. Maybe Tom Hardy is somebody else. This Venom symbiote is something else and this is the origin of the suit before it attaches to Spider-Man. That would be really cool. But it's not. He is Eddie Brock. They're meeting up and they're becoming Venom. They're calling themselves Venom and they look like Venom and it's the Venom movie. And... Where I really, 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 really dislike this this direction is Spider-Man Three. Mm-hmm. If you remember this, yeah, this I remember. Was, this was the uh, the movie with Venom in it and Sandman and stuff like that. That movie was literally supposed to be a Sandman movie. Mm-hmm. Sandman was the villain, and that's it. Maybe they were going to throw in a little bit of uh, the. Um, but it ended up being like Sandman and Venom because Sony forced Sam Raimi to include Venom in the movie. So Venom Venom was an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Raimi didn't want Venom in the movie. He wasn't trying to put Venom in the movie. This movie was all about the Sandman and Spider-Man, and so they, he was trying to make a really like sympathetic character, and he did because Sandman was fucking awesome in this movie. Yeah, he was. Uh, Hayden, what's his name? Uh, Thomas Hayden. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Thomas Hayden Church. That's mm-hmm. his name. Yeah. Uh, dude is dude is an amazing actor. Uh, I watched I watched Divorce on mm-hmm. HBO. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but he is fucking great in that show. 
Um, but he was awesome as Sam, man. I was very sympathetic to the character. I knew he was like all about his daughter. He was just trying to fucking make a better life for her. He got caught up in this thing. He became this this creature, this sand creature. Uh, was able to like you know kind of pull himself together with sheer force of will, and you felt for this character. Venom, I felt nothing for him. Mm. He was a caricature. He was a cartoon, right? Uh, and that's because there was nothing behind it as far as the writing was going, and as far as he was just forced into the movie. If Sony was willing to do that, you know that Sony's just trying to cash in on the character of Venom because mm -hmm. Venom's a cool character, right? And I'm doing air quotes while I say that uh, because Venom is the, the choice of the, the comic book fans. It's what they want to see is what's going to be a draw to the cinema. Right. They're going to force this character into anything they can. And now that they've got the Marvel uh, Studios name behind them because of Spider-Man, They've made Spider-Man relevant again. Now they can cash in on this and they can do whatever they want. They can throw anything out there that's going to be Spider-Man related and they feel like it's going to be part of the MCU. And Marvel's already said, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't part of what we're doing. You're doing your own thing. That's cool. We're using Spider-Man. You want to do something else? That's awesome, but it's not part of the MCU. But yeah. they're going to cash in and they're going to ride that that wave, right? Yeah. And, and if you're going to do it, do it right. Don't right. fuck around. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, but everybody knows it's all about money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they're going to make their money and, and do what they can with it. For what it is, um, I mean, back to just what I was going to say, I mean, I think some of the good takeaways that I saw from the from this trailer um, is, uh, from an acting standpoint, I really like what, what Tom Hardy's doing with it. Like, he starts off as kind of like a tough guy, you know, where he's not really afraid to kind of like – you know, he's like a reporter that basically his job is to follow up with people and and get them in awkward, you know, situations and basically, you know, grab the best story. And somebody actually finds him and he knows they've been following him. And he's like, you're really shitty at actually like following people. And then once the whole like Venom thing happens, you start to see like a vulnerable side to him in the trailer. He's like, oh, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Or like, I don't know what just happened. And then there's another part where he says, um... He's like, look, if you're going to hurt somebody, it's got to be like bad people. It's got to be bad guys, you know? And it's like, you get to see like the tough guy at the very beginning of the trailer to like, I don't know what's happening. Something's wrong. Like to like the vulnerable side to at the very end where like he grabs that dude and actually turns into Venom and the voice comes out. Like I thought there were like, for me, there were like three different parts of that trailer. Mm -hmm. You see like the dude before the transition and then what he can is possibly becoming. And I thought that trailer kind of set up the progression of the movie pretty well. Um, and I saw some definite like arcs in his character just in the trailer. Right. So for me, I was like, Oh, that's, I like what he's doing with it. But I mean, as far as it connecting to Spider-Man, like those are some really valid points where like, if it's not going to connect to the MCU, then why do it? Well, it's because it's a cash cow. I mean, if you it's know? not going to, it's not going to connect to the MCU and I'm not worried about that. Yeah. You still own the rights to Spider-Man. Just because Marvel has the rights to do a movie with Spider-Man doesn't mean that you stay, you can't use the character. Mm -hmm. Right? Wait a little bit. Oh, right? no, yeah. Because that's, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah like, Spider-Man's yeah. not going to cool off. Right? Well, There's going to be Homecoming, Homecoming 2 is coming. Yeah, it just started to rebuild itself. Right? And, and Marvel doesn't have anything beyond Homecoming 2. They don't have the rights to anything beyond that. Mm -hmm. So they have to re-up their rights and redo their contract with Sony. Bide your time, wait mm -hmm. until Marvel finishes Homecoming 2, bring, bring Tom Holland in, and start doing your own movies, right? Follow the, formula, for, follow the formula that Marvel set up because Marvel set it up and it works, right? Like, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming was fucking awesome, and, and there's, no, there's no 
ifs, ands, buts about it, it was better than, in my opinion, it was better than the Spider-Man movie that we got with Andrew Garfield, and it was on par with Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man 1, I was always iffy about. Uh, Spider-Man 3 was a fucking dumpster fire. But mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2 right now is like one of my favorite Spider-Man movies, the one with Dr. Octopus. Um, and then now fucking Homecoming is my favorite just because mm-hmm. I love the young Peter Parker, the the one that's still in high school, the one that's still trying to figure things out. Um, so in that regard, Marvel nailed it. Take that formula, run with it. But wait until they wait until they're done with it or wait until or wait until you know that you have an opening where you can use that character in your in your Venom story because right now Venom doesn't work without Spider-Man because take everything that you just said mm-hmm. all that stuff about him growing from being the tough guy to being the guy who's kind of trying to figure it out doesn't know what's going on to being the guy that's you know merged with this symbiote mm-hmm. and, and trying to say you know hey we, we need to you know just kill bad guys what it's what it's doing is it's turning him into this like really cool like anti-hero mm-hmm. but imagine being conflicted enough that you're this anti-hero that won't harm anybody but bad guys but you just want to fucking kill spider-man so much yeah right so you have that conflict going on like you're not a bad guy but you're the bad guy of the movie like it's just to me that's just so much cooler it's such it's such a it's such a different dynamic than what you get with most superhero movies or even anti-hero movies like like logan for instance is a guy who can go out and kill but he only kills bad guys it's the same kind of thing as venom but imagine if there was a guy that logan just had to fucking kill Mm-hmm. Right, we don't have that with any character. Like right. this is a character that you could have done that with, and now you just you dropped it, you dropped the ball, mm-hmm. right? Because now we can't really do that. You can probably work that in later, but it's too little, too late. Now the the interest is just yeah, it's just another fucking guy mm-hmm. with powers, right? Yeah, no, it makes sense. I, I mean, mean I, yeah, maybe they should have waited. I mean, that would that would make a little bit more sense, but so it's not. So me saying that it's going to be trash, me saying that it's going to be trash, is not necessarily saying that the movie's going to suck and there has no merit and there's no value to the movie. It's just it's going to suck as a Venom movie. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, Predator. If they did a Predator movie where you know it just wasn't Predator, it was something different, and but it was really good, but it just wasn't Predator. Like you would you would fucking like hate it. Right? Oh, they've already done that like exactly. three times. No, well, I mean, those those weren't good though. <laughs> they <laughs> well, weren't yeah. they weren't Predator and they weren't good. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but I'm saying, what if they were good but right. they weren't Predator? Like you would you would you would hate it just on the fact that they used the Predator character, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah like I know what you mean. imagine if they did a Predator movie, but he wasn't a hunter. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's dumb. It was just a it was just a fucking violent alien that was just killing anything for any reason right there was no nobility there was no nothing you just came down to earth and he was killing shit and they had to hunt him down and kill him yeah right but they still called it the predator and they used the predator character and they had all the gadgets and all that shit but he was just this violent crazy monster that had no fucking reasoning behind his yeah no method to his madness right right um that would suck right but it could be a good movie. It could be a movie that you go to and you're like, oh, there's some some jump scares. There's some really good writing to it. Like you care about the characters and, you know, the Predator looks cool as shit and does some really cool things. But it's not the Predator. Right. Right. And that's that's the best like analogy that no, I can it give. makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um might be what you get with the Shane Black movie, to be honest nah, with dude, you. It, it That's be. what it sounds yeah. like. I mean, I don't know. I, I like they're just chilling, like you know, riding around in tanks and shit. Like, 
Who the fuck knows, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so exhausted. Drink, drinking Cokes and eating Whoppers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so exhausted talking about this goddamn movie. Why have I, I been eating aliens all this time? I could have been having Whoppers. I could have been having some Big Macs. <laughs> so, These are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens, dude, with The Predator, and we'll see what happens with... Um, with Venom, the Venom movie, and uh, yeah, the Infinity I mean, War, and all that shit, and we know what happened with Bill Cosby. We already so. know what happened with Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, so we're just waiting to. I, I guess we'll see a, what the ver- we'll see what the uh, sentencing is. We yeah. know what the verdict is. Well, he's looking at. They said he was looking at ten years or like twenty five thousand dollars per incident. Um, and right now he's free on bail. So uh, who knows? Sentencing's gonna be rough. Yeah, he could do. He could do twenty five per incident. Dude, you know what sucks though, and I and I he could do twenty five thousand per incident, and then go out and just continue doing stupid shit. Like that that's that's what that's what sucks about celebrity fucking uh like like shit like this is that they follow the same precedent that they do with like regular people. Like you tell me, I got to pay twenty five thousand per incident. I'm in jail, bro. <laughs> you tell Bill Cosby, I'm sure he can fucking handle that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, here's the here's the thing, man. With with the whole Bill Cosby shit. It's like, uh, I grew up listening to him, and I always found him extremely funny, and I was a big fan of his, and I still do love his comedy, and it's never going to stop being funny, but when you see somebody that went his entire life and just created this legacy that everybody really loved, and just to see it fade away and get shit on in the last chapter of his life is very depressing and it's all to his own fault you know like doing stuff that obviously he knew was wrong when he was doing it uh taking advantage of women and like sexual abuse i mean it's all heartbreaking to know that he was actually uh doing this to to women and to actually um know that he was that that deviant you know is is disturbing but it just it's it sucks man to see somebody to see everything he built up just get fall down in the last like what ten years, fifteen years of his life. Yeah, like he's he had he was like looked at as like such a great guy, and now it's just right down the drain. You got one life, and he fucked it up. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> like it's so depressing, dude. Man. It's like that's the problem with having such a big stage, man. Like, like you you fuck up, and like we can fuck up as people, and we can rebuild after mm-hmm. you realize you did something wrong. You, you pay the price you do, you do the time or you pay that you pay the fucking fine, whatever it is that you have to do, but you can rebuild after. But if you're famous mm-hmm. and you have such a spotlight shown on you, it's, you can't rebuild ever. Like you're fucked. Well, I think in your, I think in, even in your, even if, if, you know, you talk about like, Oh, if one of us did something like that, I mean, I, I think mean, you're unless s- you're Justin Bieber, if you're Justin Bieber, you can say you're sorry. Justin Bieber, was, yeah, it? yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So I, you can say I you're sorry. He already did musically and, and vocally, and then he got roasted. I honestly think it's never like, too late to say you're sorry. It's not. We get it. So I think <laughs> um, you, you can play that in the background of this segment. All right. So I honestly think um, I think you know with Justin Bieber, like he was so young that he had a lot of time to kind of like reinvent himself, but. You know, if one of if if one of us was to do something like that, I still I think you're still fucked. I just think it's on a smaller scale. 
you know, it's it's wouldn't be as publicly known. Whereas with him, I, it's on no, a big. No, that's what I'm saying though. Like it's not, it, listen. If I want to rebuild myself, I go to Ohio. Or I go, I just go to Florida or to California. I rebuild myself. Nobody fucking knows me. Nobody knows what I did. Nobody knows anything, right? I still have a history. I have a record. I have whatever. But I can, I can not tell anybody about that shit until I know them well enough that I can be like, hey, this is something that happened in my past, right? Mm-hmm. And then you you fill them in. But I mean, nobody, you can you can rebuild yourself. But if you're Bill Cosby, no matter where you go in the world, everybody knows what you did. Everybody knows what you've been found guilty of. Yeah, I guess it's an emotional thing too. Like, uh, like individually though, I feel like it's. He obviously didn't care, and he wasn't going to tell anybody. But I just feel like you still, like your own family looking at you like that. I feel like would be, a de- enough of a depressing oh, thing. You know See, I mean? that's it's the awful. thing. That's the thing too. Is like I don't have family anymore. So. So, so it doesn't matter. So, so I mean, my view on this is just completely fucking different from what your view might be. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I've got, I've got my wife, I've got my my mother in law, and, and and the in laws and stuff. But I mean, as far as my own like blood relatives, like, nope. So how many pills do you own that are the same that Bill Cosby had? You know what I mean? Like, and then I've got like you know like my my extended family, like and like you know you know, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, stuff like that. But I mean, as far as like, you know, my mom, my dad, like, uh, you know, brothers, sisters, like they're all, they're all gone, man. Like, yeah. And, um, you know, like some, like that doesn't, that wouldn't be, I don't think that would like fuck with me too much. Yeah. Because like, I'm, I'm estranged enough from the rest of my family that if anything did happen, I think I could still, I think they still wouldn't know and I could I could tell them on my own terms and it wouldn't be what the media is painting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I don't think that they would know just from like reading the paper or whatever cuz I, I honestly don't think they they read the paper or, or watch the news. Like I mean right. like my like it's just literally what you hear from people and I don't know their friends and family is what I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? So you. so their friends aren't going to be like, "Oh, you know what I heard about your uncle?" or "You know what I heard about your your Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Your 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 nephew or your or, or your cousin like they're not gonna nobody's gonna know me right right so i get to tell them myself and mm-hmm. say hey this is something that i did that was wrong and you know i'm sorry for it um i'm doing my time or i'm paying my penalty or whatever and you know i'm not gonna do this again yeah but bill cosby is labeled mm-hmm. and when you see his face it's now yeah i got you the face of the predator yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It's like, yo, this dude. Like, don't doesn't have don't let him. On. Don't let him near your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Right. Like, like minus even, the dreads. Like, even if he's, <laughs> who knows? Maybe he has dread now. I don't know. Like, he, he doesn't. I just saw um, a picture. <laughs> but um, but like, but like, you know, like he's, even if he's reformed, mm-hmm. and realizes the depth of what he did, like, and 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 the wrong of what he did, and is trying to make changes mm-hmm. right and trying to do the right thing now and trying to make right by everybody which i don't think he is don't get me wrong but even if he was mm-hmm. it's it's impossible yeah it's an impossible hole to climb out of yeah he doesn't um, need to tell his neighbors because they already know what's his name uh, uh <laughs> what's his name there uh louis ck yeah no matter what the fuck he does now he's always the guy that masturbates in front of women yeah always yeah forever 
A lot of people apparently do that. I just think nobody. I don't think they tell anybody. It's, I wasn't gonna say it. But no, I'm just. Yeah. Jo- I'm just joking. Yeah, no. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's yo. You're right though. I mean, like, it's it's weird. But I think a lot of couples do that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> you know weird. What I'm saying? But it's weird, and it's not, and it's not cool to do it without permission and all that shit. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yo, like, I mean, it wasn't. I don't know. The thing I, with Louis C.K. though, Louis C.K. I, I think is going to make a comeback. I think in the next like year and a half, two years, he'll be doing comedy. I'm again. not going to fuck around with the shades of awful that that was. Like it, yeah, it's it, weird. it is, it is what it is. It's weird, yeah. but weird as hell. But he's always and forever going to be that guy. Even when like when he comes back, he's still going to be that guy. He's going to have to make jokes about it. He's yeah. going to have to. Yeah, because there's no way you can not talk about it. Right. You yeah. have to self-deprecate at that point. Yeah. But he's um, already self-deprecating, so I feel like it's going to just be the yeah, same. No, it's just more. It's just more fuel for his fucking uh, his brand of comedy. And when he actually does uh, do this and he comes back, his shows are going to sell out. Right. So I mean, like, yeah, I totally, I totally think that that somebody like Louis C.K. can come back. Yeah. But he can't change the perception that people are going to have of him. Exactly. Like, because he's still going to be that guy. Right. Like, when he when he does shows, when he goes on tours, like, there are not going to be women lining up to get, like, you know, autographs and, like, you know, stand, you know, go hang out with him in his hotel room. That's not going to happen. I don't know, man. There, it might, though. Unless because there's unless, a lot of people that might be into that shit. Yeah, exactly. There might yeah. be people that are into it that are, that'll be down. Yeah. Like, that oh, may, gonna... maybe Louis C.K. will masturbate in front of me. Like may, With that, my permission. Right, right, right. <laughs> Louis, you can do it. Go for it. But... But my point, my point is like your average person's not going to do that anymore. No, no. You know what I'm saying? People that people used to do that. Yeah. People aren't going to do that anymore unless, like you said, they're into that kind of thing. But, um, but anyway, we're 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 beating a dead horse. Yeah, and 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 we're done. Yeah, and Infinity War. Enjoy it. I will. Uh, I will have already enjoyed it by the time you're listening to this. Yep. Me too. All right. A couple of times. Yep. And then next week, I'll probably see it just before we record again. Yep. And then again. And again. After. Yeah. Later. Peace.